Hey guys, I want to welcome you to Bridge the Gap Podcast. I'm your host, Carl Nicholas. This podcast is for those who seek to bridge the gap between us and heaven, how to keep God first in our everyday life, moving from church to kingdom. Let's dive in. Hey, you guys, I want to welcome you back to Bridging Gaps podcast with Carl Nicholas. This is episode two, and I'm excited to have you here again. Thank you for giving me your time in your ear. Today's episode is going to be about my story and the reason why I started the podcast in the first place. Well, before I tell you that reason, let me give you a little information about myself. I'm, my full name is Carl Nicholas Thompson. I'm 25 years old. I'm a father of two beautiful little girls, Skylar and Legacy, in that order. I'm the son of Carl and Rapunzel Thompson from Pitts, Georgia. I have great parents. I'm thankful to have them. I'm a brother of eight siblings. I'm the knee baby. I'm number eight out of the nine crew. I am a friend and cousin to many, and I just love being alive. <laughs> so, um... I started to really get involved with Christ and God when I was 19 years old. I had graduated high school at 18, went to the military. About a year, about a year and a half being in the military, I really, I really lost my way of, of like the way I was raised. You know, my parents kept me in church my entire life. They, 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 they really, really ingrained Christ into my mind, into my life each and every day. Like we went to church every Tuesday, every Thursday, every Sunday since I was a little boy. Like it was, it was a constant thing. And I'm really thankful for that because that, that led the foundation that I have today because, you know, the Bible declares that you raise the child in the way he should go. And when he get older, he won't depart from it. And you know, the things that they taught me that I learned really came into, into, into fruition when I got grown, you know, I saw it for myself and really seeing that I needed Christ in my life for myself really changed my whole outlook on life, like tremendously. Like I never saw the way that I saw life, that I saw it until I saw it through God's eyes. You know, it made me realize how valuable life really is and how precious it is. Like, you know, when we're growing up, we really don't we really don't pay attention to how each and every day is a gift. It's a precious gift from God that He allowed us to live another day because tomorrow is not promised to no man. And really just accepting Christ and realizing that I need him in my each and every day life has really brought great joy and a sense of purpose to my life. It really has. Like I'm, I'm super thankful for God and calling me to Him, and me accepting that call and being able to live for Him. So the reason why I started this podcast because one, I love God. Two, I love talking. So <laughs> putting them two things together, you get a podcast. That's how I see it. So, but I, I feel, you know, since I was a little boy, I've been told that, you know, you're going to preach, that you're going to, you know, speak to people, you're going to lead people to Christ. And and so what better way to do it than the comfort of my own home and while preaching God, preaching 
the gospel, preaching the Bible, speaking to those that God want me to speak to through the through the radio waves and the sound waves, sitting at my house, you know, I I really sometimes, you know, I struggle with my confidence sometimes, you know, being in front of people. But hey, God created a podcast where you ain't got to see my face. I ain't got to see yours. You just hear my voice. Glory be to God. That's the, <laughs> I think that's pretty perfect, don't you think? But seriously, though, I started this podcast to just lead others to Christ, to experience the things that I experienced, the freedom that I got with Christ. That's really why I started this podcast, to really just preach Christ to the world, to to anybody that would listen to, really, honestly. You know, I, I, I feel... I feel a burden that with society and the world promoting all this evil, all this wickedness in it and everything that goes against the purpose of God created it. I feel as though we as Christians, we as believers in Christ should really speak up more. We should put our emphasis on living right, living holy, living righteous. And so that's why I started this podcast. How can we apply God? to our each and everyday life, you know, putting him first, truly putting him first. When I think about it, <laughs> this podcast might as well have been God first podcast because I'm going to, if you, if you stay here and listen to me, I'm going to say that countless and countless of time putting God first because that's the key. We have to seek his kingdom first, seek him first. You know, that's really the key. I honestly truly believe that that is the key to having a successful life on this earth is putting God first. You may ask, why do you believe that? Because we are the problem. We're broken. Ever since sin entered through the world, through Adam and Eve, we became broken. And God gave us the solution. And that's Jesus. Well, Nick, why you say we are broken? Simple. Sin separate us from God. God is perfect. He is holy. So when sin entered into the world through Adam and Eve, Adam disobeying God's direct order not to eat of the fruit of good and evil, sin came. He did what he wanted. He went against the grain. He went against the grain. He went against what God told him to do. And that's really, I, man, you know, if I was Adam, bro, and Eve ate the apple, whatever whatever fruit it was, bro, she just been on her own. I'm just not even going to lie. It would have been all her. All, you know what? Forget you, woman. You fine. You all that. You know, you look good. You know, you know, I ain't never seen nothing like you. But baby, I'm going with God. I got to see you later. But in all seriousness, though, we're broken. We're really, truly broken. And sin is not our friend. Even though sin really get us the things that we want in life, you know, pleasure, uh, uh, fulfillment, uh, this high a uh, sense of fun accomplishment that we get from sinning, you know, it's just temporary. That's temporary, but that leads us to death. Truth and all, you know, that fun that we have, that drinking and smoking, the cussing, the, the doing with any and everything that we want that goes against the word of God that leads us to death. And, and that's something that God don't want us. God don't want us to die. If he wanted us to die, he wouldn't son Jesus. Simple. Like, it, it's, if God really wanted us to die and not be close to him, why would he send his son, Jesus Christ? That's, that's something that I, I'm really, I really can't put my head around, you know, and we're really the problem. We have not lived for God. We have not followed his rules. 
we have definitely made up our own. We don't value the relationship with God like like we should. The relationship with God, putting God first, communing with him, talking to him, worshiping him. We haven't really applied that really and truly, because if we did, I don't think society would be in the evil state that truly is in to this day because I feel like if we all come into one accord, like we should as Christians, not a different denominations, not as different people, different races. I'm talking about as Christians, believers in Christ all come together as one. I feel like we can really shake our nation. I really, I really believe that we could change it for the better to get it back to its roots to glorify God. And you know, it, it it's all because of sin that we as a humanity have become hostile, not only toward God, but toward each other. You know, the, it's it's really it's really sad that we are all the same people, come from the same two people, Adam and Eve, and we hate each other. There's no love between us. And, you know, we talk about racism, and it, it is a problem to a degree, but we have racism in our own families. We don't love our own family members. We don't love our own mom, our own dad. We're fighting. You know, we're we're going against flesh and blood that really raised us. Like, what what is really going on? This is really whack, in my honest opinion. And that's why we need God. That's why we need Christ. Brokenness leads to a place of realizing a need for help. I think that's one of the first steps that we have to realize to accepting Christ. We have to realize that we need help. It's like starting that 12 step program. The very first step is admitting that you have a problem and we must first admit we have the problem and we are the problem. And God sent his son, Jesus Christ, as the solution to our sin problem. Jesus came to us, lived a perfect life, explaining life by God's design and willingly choosing to die in our place to pay for the penalty of sin. Remember earlier, I was telling you that sin, the wages of sin is death. So Jesus died. He paid that price. He then defeated death and rose to life. He did for us what we couldn't do for ourselves. He did what we couldn't do. He went through the 12-step program for us. We just got to do step number one, realizing that we are the problem and asking for forgiveness through him. And he does the rest. Jesus Christ did the rest. Just We just realized that we're the problem. That's all. It's simply, simply all. But this is the key. Simply hearing this good news isn't just not enough. We must act on it and admit our sinful brokenness and ask for God's forgiveness and stop trusting in ourselves and trusting in him. This is when we begin to understand God's original design for our lives and to live for others. That is so amazing. Like, that is so key. That is so like. Ah, this is groundbreaking to me. Simply hearing God's word is not enough. We must act on it. We must be doers of the word. 
We must admit our sinful ways, our sinful nature. We must admit that we are broken. We must ask for God's forgiveness and stop trusting in ourselves, something that we do each and every day. Because, you know, as as physical beings, we only believe what we can see. Since God is spirit, we don't see him. So we have a hard time trusting in the things we don't see. This is when we can begin to understand God's original design for us. That is when we can get back to the place that God intended for us when he first created man, Adam, Eve, how he wanted to live with us, commune with us each and every day to live life with us. Since God wants to live life with us, he had to send his only son for us to live because sin brings death. John 3 and 16 reads, For God so loved the world that gave his only son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. This goes back to what I was just saying. God don't want us to die. He wants us to live. That's why he sent his son. That's why he sent Jesus Christ. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. God sent Jesus to save us all, to save us. Any and everyone who would realize that they are broken, to realize that they are sinful, to realize that they need him, they could be saved. And all they have to do is confess with their mouth. Is that Confess with their mouth. Believe in their heart that Jesus is Lord, that God raised him from the dead, and they'll be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. That is Romans 10, 9 and 10. Basically, all God is saying, believe in my son. Confess in your mouth, believe in your heart that you're broken, that you're sinful, and that I sent my son to die for you, and I will save you. Through the grace and the mercy that I have represented through Jesus Christ to you and to the world, I will save you. That is so beautiful. God sent his son for us. And all we have to do is do step one of the 12 step program. And Jesus does the rest. I think that is so beautiful. It's so amazing. And when I realized that for myself, man, I got just this such a freedom sense of love, sense of being appreciative of everything that has happened to me in my life, everything that's going to happen to me in my life, I'm appreciative because I know each and every day I have a chance to put God first and grow in him and to lead others to Christ. The more I spread the gospel, the more I put God first, the more I learn about him. It's it's better. It's better for me. <laughs> Honestly, it's better for my each and every day life. I'm happier. I smile more. I talk to more people. I show more love to others. And that's, and that's, 
that's amazing to me. You know, just simply putting God first, realizing that I need Jesus Christ, accepting him as my Lord and Savior has truly set my life into an upper trajectory. My life been 10 times better and I had a great childhood. But accepting Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, <laughs> the best decision I have ever made. And I hope anyone that's listening to this podcast choose to accept him to do the first step of the 12-step program. Realizing that you are broken, realize that you are sinful, and realizing that God gave you the solution. Believing and confessing in your mouth that Jesus Christ died and arose and you'll be saved, simply. But don't forget, you can't just believe. You have to act on it. You got to allow your life to represent Christ. You have to read the word, be a doer of the word, and spread the word. I want to thank you for listening to episode two, my story, and why I created this podcast. Thank you. Be blessed. Hey guys, I just want to thank you for listening to the podcast. I hope you come back each and every Friday as we continue to bridge the gap. Moving from church to kingdom. Stay blessed. Stay dangerous. Peace. I've been on the road. I've been Art doing shows. Now we ain't steak. Remember sleeping on the floor. We're still at the gas station when the town's cold. In the kitchen hostel trying to flip it off the stove. Rocking fake J's praying that nobody knows. Watch him take my dog away. It was way too hard to stay composed.